Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. This is episode 195, entitled Cooking Mama Drama. And uh, my name is Steve, but I am joined also by Barry. Hey Barry, are you ready for some Cooking Mama Drama? I'm always ready for some <laughs> Cooking Mama Drama. Nice. And uh, we're also joined, as usual, by Greg, too. Greg, how about you? Ready for some Cooking Mama Drama? Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to be no, talking a no, lot it's a about good story. If we're going to be talking a lot about it, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, this is this is an interesting story for sure. Um, but uh, before we jump into all of that, we do want to thank you guys for joining us for the Nintendo Fuse podcast. And if this is your first time, uh, we definitely want to thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for being here. Uh, maybe some of you guys, this is the first time you're actually seeing us live. Um, if you've never checked out our live show, um, we go live pretty much every other Tuesday. Um, we'd love for you guys to join us in the chat room and discuss all the stuff that we're we're talking about right alongside us. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you haven't subscribed yet, if you haven't hit that bell on YouTube, be sure to do all that thing those things and uh, and share this podcast with others who really enjoy Nintendo. Um, we're here to talk about this stuff. We got a chat. The chat room's already blowing up with people saying hello, hello Daniel, hello Jakester, hello Gabriel. Um, yeah, so all the stuff that we talk about tonight, especially Cooking Mama, um, throw, your, your, throw your thoughts down there in the, the chat. But as usual, before we get into the news and all that sort of stuff, uh, let's talk about what we've been playing lately. And uh, just to change things up, let's go to Greg first instead of Barry. Ooh, oh my goodness. Sh shaking it up tonight. <laughs> shaking it all up. Right. I got I got the first uh, off the horn there. All right. Go for it. Go. Um, so outside of the normal dailies of Fire Emblem Heroes and now quite uh, possibly Animal Crossing is included in the <laughs> dailies, but I think we'll probably be discussing more specifics about that at least later. Um, but another game that I actually kind of re-dipped into due to interest from my daughter, Belle, um, she wants just been really asking to play the Yoshi game. So I've been playing more Yoshi's Crafted World and having a blast. I mean, we're doing some levels together, and she's getting a little bit more hang of uh, being able to jump and move at the same time. And but So it's been quite a lot of fun doing a little co-op, and there's other parts also just be like, oh, I just want to watch you play a little farther. So I did gather the second gem that's about <laughs> how long it's been since I've played it, which was a very minimal amount. <laughs> And we're on our way to get the third and fourth. Like she was like, let's go get the pink gem tonight. And like, we'll see if we make it there. So it's like, <laughs> nice. So that's what I've been playing these last two weeks. Cool. Cool. How about you, Barry? Uh, yeah, I have, let's see, I finished the Mega Man uh, Zero ZX uh, Legacy Collection. I did all six games, uh, which is great because I didn't actually get to do them uh, back in the day. But uh, there's a new uh, casual mode they added, as well as save assist, and it makes them worlds easier. Um, so I was able to go through them. Uh, I had a blast. Um, I went back to Panzer Dragoon Remake because uh, it was an update, and they did fix some stuff, but it's yeah. still not perfect. But they did. They did fix some stuff. That was quick. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it was pretty universal. The controls, the lock-on is significantly better now. Mm. But it's still not 100% perfect so I'm, I'm hoping they uh, they continue uh, and I was thinking about what I wanted to do next I'm with this quarantine I'm I'm kind of going through some of my backlog and, and I've decided to tackle some series 
uh, especially series that I haven't tackled before. I figured that would be a, a unique spin. Uh, and I, I jumped off the, the Switch uh, style there, and I went to the PS4 with the Life is Strange series from Square Enix. Um, because I've heard good things. I love visual novels. I uh, love cinematic experiences. So I, I played through the first game. I played through Before the Storm. I played through Captain Spirit, and I'm now in Life is Strange 2. Um, if you haven't played these games, they're cinematic, episodic adventures, uh, all about consequences and choices. Um, there's, there's very little action. It's more just walking around investigating and, um, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really been a tearjerker. I'll be honest. Like I cried more, uh, at least teared up more definitely in these games. And if you are interested in the series, I definitely do not recommend you actually start with life is strange one. Like I did, I did it in, in release order, but I actually recommend you do before the storm first, which is a prequel. Um, then do Life is Strange one, and then the, there's a farewell episode, and Before the Storm, do that one last. Okay. Um, and and it it they don't take long. I'm saying each episode is maybe three to four hours tops. Um, so you you can you kind of get it in a clip because it's it's like watching a TV show. Hmm. And my wife actually sat next to me and watched for most of the playthrough and got invested in it too. So it's kind of cool. It's like multiple people can play at the same time. Hmm. Uh, I've done Animal Crossing, of course, which I'm sure we'll talk a little more about. Um, but but I'm I'm kind of falling into the daily stuff of Animal Crossing at this point. Um, it's 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 lost its luster for me, so to speak. It's mm-hmm. it's still a great game, um, and I think I might get it a little bit back when when the Nook Brothers upgrade and i can actually get more furniture and like the sets that i'm used to because mm. I'm, I'm tired of using cardboard boxes <laughs> yeah <laughs> put everything yeah. in a cardboard box <laughs> you know i i used the green set ever since animal crossing on the gamecube and i'd like mm. my green set and anyway, i hope that comes back but um now on the, on the mobile front i've of course done dragalia lost and and mario kart tour however this uh, this pandemic has pretty much killed Pokemon Go for me. Despite everything that they've done, it's you know I was just mm. barely doing you know daily stuff in that just to keep it going. But I haven't really touched it, and mm. I think this this might be the thing that, that kills it for me. Which I'm not crying about. I needed <laughs> I needed <laughs> something to break me from that game. Uh, and of course, I'm still playing Final Fantasy XIV, which has also now been hit with this whole. This whole Corona thing with delay and, and updates, which kind of sucks, oh. but but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of busy. Nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, the this whole virus stuff is uh, as we've been talking about the last couple episodes. It's definitely been um, you know opening the doors for for more gamers. Um, so it spends more time if, if we're all stuck at home. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, of course, um, Animal Crossing, Rocket League, Jackbox—the my regular ones um, that I'm kind of my go-to's uh, during all this. But um, but yeah, I think uh, the other game that I, I jumped to <laughs> is not Xenoblade. Sorry, uh, Barry. I actually went back to uh, a game that I hadn't played in a while. Praised it when it first came out. Um, even I think gave it a nod in uh, Game of Awards uh, or Game of Year uh, Awards. But then I kind of forgot about it and let it sit there. And that's Celeste. 
Um, so ah. back to, to Celeste um, a little bit. And and I had forgotten how difficult that game is um, <laughs> and, uh, and realized that I had not actually um, progressed nearly as far as I thought I had. Because <laughs> I think the last time I kind of got to that point where it was like, ah, oh, this is frustrating. Um, and and one thing that, uh, that Celeste has uh, is is you you gain abilities as you go but you also learn how to use those abilities and i've totally forgotten everything that i learned since the last time i played it because it'd been so long and uh and so i i got to a certain point and i was like you know what i'm i'm tired of trying to figure this out on my own there's no way i keep getting stuck so i went to on i went online and and tried to see if i could find a, a walk through a certain level and they kept walking like crawling on the walls i'm like what I don't have that ability. I, I've looked at the the menu, no control layout, nothing. I'm like, I I, I don't have that ability. Um, and and then uh, yeah, it finally took me like pushing pretty much every button, and then realized, nope, I do have that ability. I just forgot that you're supposed to hold down ZR or uh, R button, either one. Um, I think to to actually hold on to the walls and and crawl up them. Totally forgot about that about that ability, and, uh, and from that point on, I was able to progress through the level. Still died like a ton of times, um, but it was it, it's the the difficulty in Celeste is always like. Give me one more shot. I got this. I was so close. Let's do this again. I totally got this. And so that's it's that level where it's not too difficult, where it push pushes people away, but it is there's definitely a challenge in there. Um, I think if it's it probably very similar to how people would really like um, uh, Super Meat Boy, um, things like games like that that are like, oh, if only I was just a little more precise, I could have got that. And uh, and Celeste is definitely that. And there's a really cool story, and, and I, I love uh, the the music behind it and everything, too. So, so yeah, it's, uh, uh, I had some good fun with that. So, yeah. That's yeah, I reckon you said that because um, that last the last day of the library, my wife picked up Celeste because she was like, oh, I have all these Switch games here. Does anyone want me to bring home for this potential like long-term quarantine? <laughs> and then I selected Celeste because I remember hearing lots of good stuff about it. And so then it's still just sitting there waiting to be played because mm-hmm. I pretty much started playing Animal Crossing and it took the bulk of the time initially. But now that I'm more down to just some small times of dailies and edits, I might be able to pop that in when I get a chance. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool that your library had a limited run physical release in there. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a Best Buy too, but still, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it was more because like they got this like new video game person on board, and then he was like, "Oh, they can like order games from like limited runs like <laughs> sites," and I'm like. That's a good idea. However, you should definitely be careful in case like there's like some potential theft, as it could become a collector's item. So. Uh, not as much because what they're doing, like they limited run the early stuff, absolutely. Um, but with the Switch, what they did is they did a two-week pre-order period for all their releases, and now because of the COVID thing, they're actually doing a four-week period. So it's not so much about value right now because if you want it, you can get it. You have now four weeks to purchase it so these games are going to have larger runs than their original ones that sold out within seconds Mm. um so i I wouldn't think deft is that big and and like titles like celeste uh got best buy releases because certain limited run gets in best buy Mm. but that's awesome see that there's a title that was a digital only title that now was in the library you were able to take it out and other people were able to take it out and if 
you know, companies like Limited Run didn't exist, that would be a case. So now that the developers of Celeste actually got a brand new audience just in that one library, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely come a long way. So <laughs> yeah, I was I, trying. Go on. Yeah, I do like give my opinions. Like, oh, you definitely should be ordering like Pokemon Sword and Shield. You should definitely be ordering Luigi's Mansion and like Animal Crossing. Like, I even like said like you guys ordered Animal Crossing, right? But they haven't been open since it came out, so it's probably just sitting in a box waiting to get <laughs> barcoded and everything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was reading in the chat, uh, and it reminded me there was one other thing I did do, which I don't know if you guys have gotten to, and, and Greg, I hope you get a chance to at least. Uh, the Bravely Default 2 demo came out, mm. um, so I got a chance to do that, and uh, it's hard, uh, it, especially at the start, but it is a lot mm. of fun, and I can't wait for it. So I don't know if you, you've given it a shot. I don't know if you played the originals, but um, I definitely recommend giving it, I mean, yeah. just trying it. I mean, it's a free demo. I'm- I beat both of them and really loved it. I didn't do. I don't think I got like the, off the greatest ending or whatever. But I know I did get like, one of the reasonable endings. And um, I just haven't played the demo. I downloaded it the day they announced that it came out, but yeah, <laughs> it's it, still it's waiting really to be good. played. In yeah. fact, uh, on on the playcast, we just did the demo, and one of one of our co-hosts didn't think he was even going to touch it and wound up putting like seven to eight hours into it just getting just in the demo just in the demo uh because there's like super bosses and there's 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 really a lot extra you read the demo they give you extra stuff to do if you Mm. if you want it's all optional but i mean you can get you know six to eight hours out of a free demo is pretty good that's more than some games yeah that's true that's true. There's so many demos that I have on my system that, that I've downloaded. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I forget about them. <laughs> so at some point, probably during this quarantine, I'll go back and actually play a lot of those demos. Yeah, I definitely did want to give this one a shot because that's bravely um, default is definitely one of my more uh, favorite up and coming series. So nice. yeah, it's definitely worth it. Let's go to the chat. Looks like they've they've been talking a lot about uh, games they've been playing. Uh, Jakester's been playing mainly Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, and Digimon. Uh, Daniel Smith's been playing uh, mostly his uh, my friend Pedro. So I have not actually touched that game. Have you guys Have you guys played that one? It it literally just came in the mail today. Physically. Did it really? Okay. I feel like it's been out for a while. Did, was it on another it system? No, it's been on the Switch for a while. Um, it was a but digital physical. only title, oh, okay. but the physical just came out from Special Reserve Games. So. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've yeah I've not played that. I've heard a lot of people talking about it, but haven't given it a shot yet. Gotcha. Um, looks like some people are talking about your daughter, Greg. So they're saying hi. So <laughs> yeah, she she snuck in there. <laughs> she, yeah, she like saw a video on my wife's phone, and she's like, "You gotta see this. this is totally funny." And then she realized <laughs> I was like on the camera, and then she like, poked her head over close to mine. That's great. Uh, Jakester's also getting the Trials of Mana remake for his birthday, so that's exciting. Um, and I didn't the the, the trials uh, collection and stuff like that. There's there's like a special deal in there. Like yes. That. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys you, remember the details? If, um, I believe it is if you purchase um the trials of mana, like you pre-order trials of mana digitally, you can then get the collection of mana for seventy percent off right now. Uh, okay. Um, Cool. Which is awesome. If you want digital, um, it's well worth it. Um, both both of those games are must-have, in my opinion. That's cool. Um, yeah, 
So it looks like, uh, yeah, Jakester said he also tried the demo for Code Vein and really didn't like it. So. I've heard good things about that game. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think that's the cool thing. Uh, we've talked about this before, but I love when when the developers do put out the, the demos so you can try it because some people are going to really like it and some people aren't. Um, it's cool to get a few hours or at least maybe even just, you know, 20 minutes into a demo <laughs> so you can um, at least have a good idea of what the game might be like. So, I still well, miss the demo discs, though. Oh, those demo discs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so before we, we jump into this Cooking Mama drama, um, I wanted to check in, first of all, and see how you guys were uh, doing with Animal Crossing, since we talked a lot about it last week, um, or not two weeks ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, any, any updates, thoughts? I mean, we had Bunny Day. Was this this past Sunday? So uh, yeah, how did how's everything going for you guys? It seems like you're both getting to the the time where you're you're more like just the daily check ins and and not really a ton to do right now. Is is that pretty much the the case where you guys both are? I'll let you go. I, first. Oh, oh, thanks. Um, I think so. <laughs> As someone unfamiliar with the series, it um. I don't really know what's been upcoming. I mean, I still have like the loan on my first room, and I know you can get like up to like five other rooms on top of it. It's, I'm sure it's increasing in cost. It just seems like money is like incredibly hard to gather very, very quickly. Um, I built um, one incline, and I have a second incline currently in progress. So about like a, another 100k left on that one before it's paid off. Um, I completed all the extra plots you can get for the KK concert, and so the last residents are just moving in now. I think there's a there's one that's gonna be moving in um, tomorrow, Nana, and then there's another one that still has to sell, which I guess automatically sells like tomorrow. So, yeah, I had a label stop by my town today. So I did like a fashion thing for her, and I don't know if that's she's going to get a shop at some point. Um, yeah, I've just been redeeming miles for little doodads to put around the island and buying clothes as I like them. And see I saw there was like some Power Ranger like outfits, and I sent one to Hassan. <laughs> so. Oh, so you sent? See, I sent one to him too, but you send me a coral, and you sent him an outfit. <laughs> you sent me uh, uh, was starfish or or sea or something or whatever. Man, I see who your favorite was... is. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I thought of him when it looked like a Power Rangers outfit. So he sees and... coral and he thinks of me. <laughs> yeah, he saw the starfish coral or pink whatever. Berry, you know. <laughs> Sand dollars. That's what it was. Sand dollars. Yeah. yeah. I was just. <laughs> Yeah, I was just trying to like send something because it was just like Eastern. Like I never got anything from um, Steve before, so and then he sent me a recipe card of something I already had. So yeah, I already had it too, so I sent it back. I'm sure the I'm, I'm sure the sand dollars are worth more than the card that I got. If you want to be specific, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was like, hey, I'll get a I'll get Nook Miles if I send something, so I'll send it back too. Yeah. yeah and, I saw there was like a, um, yeah, the award chat or the award. Uh, I like to call them achievements, but there's like achievements for sending mail. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, geez, I'm going to have to be like <laughs> sending stuff like every day now or something. Right. Right. Cool. But yeah, I was, I didn't know if you guys like what kind of stuff you'd want. I mean, I can send clothes and 
I know like uh, Barry already graciously gave me the Animal Crossing uh, Switch, but <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what I can get for like, <laughs> probably like 30,000 bells that I could give him in return. Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> it was just funny when I'm like, oh, a letter from Greg. Oh, and a present. Oh, I wonder coral. what he got me. Oh, coral. Thanks, well, was, Greg. Uh, it was like I was I was just looking at my inventory. It didn't let me send bugs or anything. So I was nah, like, I'm like, I guess I guess get a shell because you can't get a bug. <laughs> I was going to send you a stink bug. I just thought that'd be funny. But... Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't think I can go lower than the coral. But then you did it. You lowered that bar. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. it was just more being fun. I thought it'd be funny. So I thought you'd get a kick out of it, but apparently you can't send bugs and stuff. Right? No, um, you can't bugs and fish. You actually have to catch yourself because it's not like it's oh well, you know you you've been having trouble catching a wasp, and I catch a wasp. Let me help you for your museum. Can't do that. Mm. You got it yourself. Yeah, I'm with the wasp uh, expert now. I've been catching so many of those darn things. Like I've been, every time I shake trees, I always have the bug net out. So it's yeah. like I'm like. Just okay. Just got to run back for two seconds and then turn around, hit the button, and psh, mm-hmm. catches it. Like every time. You don't even have to do that. It's simple. Yeah, no. It's it's more just to get like like prepared and ready to go. <laughs> you don't even have okay. to. All you have to do is face the tree like dead center with your net out, shake it. If the if the wasp nest falls left or right, whatever, your character automatically turns and like oh my god, shock, and just hit the the button and you just instantly swing and catch them instantly. And you also get Nook Miles for catching five in a row without getting stung. Yeah. Really? I, I should be over five, and I don't think I've saw that. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah. Does it have to be like five in a day? Or cause like, uh, maybe in a day. Hmm. But I, yeah, because I think there's five nests in a day. Hmm. And I think you have to... Oh, maybe I'm like missing a tree or two, and I can only find like four of them throughout the day. Mm. Yeah, I definitely haven't uh, gone to the extent of shaking every tree every day and everything. That's that's just too much for me now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cut down a lot of the trees, so it's like I, it's not too bad. Like I know nice. it's like the... <laughs> that's one way of doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, there's always the goal of trying to get a five star island, which I've I don't know if you have. I've, I've checked like videos on YouTube. It's like some people are just so creative, and I'm nowhere near that. Like even my wife is like. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that on my island, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just checking in the daily stuff. I'm checking like turn of prices, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to fill out my museum. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I'm mainly just doing it daily, um, just as upkeep, uh, because I'm waiting for like May, and when May hits, there's gonna be new insects and new fish, and then I've got to go collect them. So I'll mm-hmm. be playing at the beginning of the month and. You know, it's going to come a time when it pops out of the switch, especially when Trials of Mana comes out. Um, but, but that's it. Uh, my wife is more into it right now, and you know, I've I paid off everything. I've got, you know, my town. I'm happy where my town is. It's not the most ideal setup, but it's my setup. I like it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and that's just it. I got the villagers I like, so. I'll never like it because they won't let me do the things I want to do. Well, you do when you get KK. Once you get KK there, you can terraform and you can make your island whatever you want. 
Well, no, because it won't let me put like buildings next to each other. Like, oh, you need to leave space to go around the building, and it's like, yeah. well, that's not how I want it. I want them next to each other, so then they're like all grouped together. Well, wait, I don't, you put it I don't really want, close like, together. I don't like one one building here, and then like ten feet over, and then here's the next one over. Like, I want to like make a street. Like, here's the shop here. Here's the shop here. Here's the shop here. Like, one street. Like. Well, it doesn't let me do that. <laughs> even if you go into a real street, there's spaces in between a lot of buildings, unless you're talking like a strip mall. So he's like standalones. There's little spaces in between. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, the I I kind of approach it very similar to you guys too. Is like very casual sort of sort of thing. Like I've never been um one to like make my island just perfect or whatever i like i make it good enough where i'm happy with it and then um the cool thing is yeah i think now we can go and visit those people who put hours and hours and hours into making you know five star islands and i can go enjoy theirs um and then i'll go back to mine and just do what i need to do there um because i don't have the time to make that a five star island that i'll appreciate other people's I really hope they just add a feature like they did in the 3DS where if you see something on someone else's mm-hmm. island that you want, you could just pay right there and order one for your island and then you can order yeah. as many as you want. Because there's so many cool ideas I've seen and I'm like, I've never seen those pieces. When mm-hmm. did they ever get those? How did you get those pieces? Uh, especially mm-hmm. with the DIY recipes, you know, like everyone gets different ones. I mean, sometimes you get duplicates. You know, my island, I actually have a spot just with DIY recipes that are like freebies. They're like, anyone who comes over, you can take whatever you want just because mm-hmm. I have so many extras. But you know, like earlier, it was earlier today or yesterday, last night maybe, my wife got a pitfall seed. I didn't even know pitfalls were in this. I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I've never seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen them yet. And that that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's half the fun. And that's part of the longevity of it all. But it's still, I just want furniture. Yeah. You know, like I'm tired of cardboard boxes. I want the furniture sets. I want I want to be able to really decorate the way I want to decorate. And I know some people have time traveled and their Nook brothers are upgraded, but it's I think it takes like 29 days or something like that. And mm. I'm patiently going. I'm not time traveling. So uh, I yeah. just have to be patient and wait. And maybe then we'll help rejuvenate a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I just need to get the uh, the star fragments because I haven't seen a meteor shower yet. I also haven't played too many times at night, um, so there's not really been too many opportunities that I could have seen one. Um, but uh, when I do, maybe I'll I'll end up uh, when I farm them with your your trick with the rubber band and everything. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no. Do you have those controllers, the Demon X Machina controllers? Uh, no, but I have a couple others that that have the the auto turbo? button. Yeah, turbo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we actually got a second one in because my wife liked it so much. And she was like, I want one too. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I might have to consider getting that. I mean, I've only seen one meteor shower. So, like, it was pretty constant the one day. And then the other day I saw there was, like, a few. And then I got, like, six. But then that was it. Like, mm. But I it's nice. Like, just put it down and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just, I built that Aries rocking horse thing or something because I got a recipe for it. Nice. Cool. Cool. We'll probably do, uh, yeah, some check-ins every once in a while, at least for the, I mean, not every once in a while, but probably um, over the next several podcasts, just because, you know, we'll keep progressing and everything. It's definitely a a game that we're going to continue to play um, as the months go on. Um, But let's get into... I was going to say one thing. Uh, I did notice a a major bug in the game. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, and other people have reported this, too. Um, so this is like more like a, a warning. If you go to someone else's island, 
or they come to you if you're if you're playing online with other people it apparently doesn't save until you leave um so we had my wife had celeste so i went over to her island talked with her got a recipe i'm like oh this is cool i'm gonna start looking for some meteor showers and my wife was playing portably and felt it was a little too loud so went to turn it down but accidentally hit the power button which disconnected the the, the server it actually disconnected um, the connection, which sent me back to my island, and all the stuff I'd given her was back in my inventory. All the stuff she had given her, me was back in her inventory. And when I went back over there, I talked to Celeste, and it was like, oh, didn't give me another recipe. Like, that counted, uh -huh. so I don't get it when I got chipped out of it. And I was like, that's really a problem. And other people have reported being over at their friend's islands for like 30 minutes, an hour, working together, and then they got disconnected and lost all that progress. Mm. So that is a pretty big thing wow so yeah they need to come up with some way to to save while you're over there yeah just i mean the game auto saves all the time um mm. why not there because that that is huge especially if you especially right now where that is a lot of people's way of visiting so if you right. go and visit anyone's island keep in mind that that is not going to save unless you leave the island and it specifically says saving game um and that's the, and like, like normally it's not as big of a deal, but again, like I lost out on a recipe because it, the NPC counted as me talking, even though I don't have that recipe anymore, and mm -hmm. that data was saved. Like, like that is a problem. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. One of the things I hope they also fix is the stick and crafting thing. Like, I hate how I, like I will catch like six of those clams, and then I have to sit there and watch that stupid animation like six times. Yeah, that's it won't say like, oh, I, it's like, oh, I have six of them. I can actually just be able to make six of them right now. Like, that'd be nice. I hope they even, add that. Yeah, or that'd even be... something. <laughs> or even like the upgraded tools, like uh -huh. I don't have to craft like the flimsy axe. I should be able to just like, oh, I want just the actual axe. Bump right out. Where's the flimsy axe? And I have enough materials for the flimsy axe. So, yeah. Yeah, if you could mass uh, create or craft would be great, especially people like me who uh, just saved up your eggs and decided to craft everything on Sunday, uh, like me. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of click, hold down the A button, click, hold down the A button, click, hold down the A button, over and over and over and over and over again. until uh, so I got all the uh, the bunny stuff crafted. So yeah, um, it would be nice to just click them all. I have all the material, just craft them all at the same time. Yeah. At least you can hold down A to uh, you know make it a little faster, but still. Oh, it's... I, I tap it rapidly. Or tap it, yeah, either way, yeah. <laughs> I think if you press B, it like skips most of the it like yeah, puts I, all I, the I, text on there and then you can like hit a to like, like which is here. kind of annoying i don't know if you guys this nitpicking the game now but like <laughs> to to make the text faster is b but to make the crafting faster is a and like so i'm just like oh hitting the b oh that doesn't work hit over a and then i have to select selecting something that i'm not supposed to yeah <laughs> just a b a b like that yeah. it's like super fast <laughs> like yeah oh boy but uh yeah let's let's move on because uh, there's there's a lot of, of drama around Cooking Mama to talk about tonight, uh, so so here's what we're gonna do. Um, I don't know if you if if any of you guys have not been following. Uh, I'll just run down quickly uh, what's been going on with Cooking Mama Superstar, or sorry, Cookstar, um, Cooking Mama Cookstar, and uh, oh, there it is, right there, the infamous the infamous game <laughs> that's caused all this drama. Um, 
so a lot of the the information that I am uh, running down like through is actually comes from uh, a Digital Trends article. Um, they had a really good summary of the whole thing. So just shout out to Digital Trends because um, that's where I'm grabbing a lot uh, of this information from. So make sure you go ahead over to their site to uh, to find out more information about all this and read more about it. But uh, here's here's what has been going on with this game. Uh, so. IGN did a piece on this game, uh, was it like a week ago, I think, and I posted on our Discord, and I was like, hey, Barry, you got this game? Because uh, it looks like it's like went missing all of a sudden. So the game starts disappearing. Um, rumors uh, go around about it being some sort of cover for a huge cryptocurrency blockchain thing that is going to be able to like um, hack your system and, and make a bunch of... Uh, cryptocurrency um, and then the official Twitter for the game clarified that the accusations were not true but they had merely like, looked into the technology um, to put it in the game possibly for trading in-game assets but never implemented it and then there were claims about the game causing uh, switches to overheat but then they were pr proven false but the game does seem to drain battery a lot quicker than it should possibly due to the game's uh, engine uh, that's being used. Um, rumors about the, uh, there's also rumors about audio files being ripped from YouTube that are used in the game. Uh, finally, de the developer said that there is a legal battle between the publisher, Planet Entertainment, and the owner of Cooking Mama's, uh, who is the, the owner of uh, Cooking Mama's rights, um, which is Office Create. So Office Create, the, the owner of the rights, wanted to hold off on publishing the game until it could get more polished by the developers uh, who are first playable. Um, so those are developers of the game. But Planet Entertainment published it anyway. Office Create then had it taken down from the eShop and blocked all the advertising. Um, so that's why it's hard to find any advertising about the game. And then Planet Entertainment is now planning to launch a full lawsuit against Office Create against uh, over all this lost money. So that's kind of where the <laughs> where the game stands. Barry's got a copy of it. Yes. In fact, you, you said you had two copies of it, is that right? No, 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 no I only okay. have one. Oh, just one. Um, but yeah, but yeah, they even stated that they wanted to cancel the game, not just not just mm -hmm. more polish, either more polish or just cancel it completely. Yeah. And and I believe uh, they are selling. Planet Entertainment is selling it themselves right now. Hmm. Uh, I think you can go to their their website and buy it. And I, last I saw, there was someone uh, eBay, which was being sold for retail from the same town that the Planet Entertainment's from. So people speculate it's them selling it on eBay themselves, um, not gauge not gouging or anything, but retail. But uh, yeah, there's there's only a matter of time before. Something happens with this game. Uh, I know, like collectors have speculated, this is going to be the new holy grail of the Switch. To oh my God, this, this is not a holy grail at all. <laughs> uh, back and forth, this game is going to be worth having. This game is terrible. Uh, it, it's it's crazy to think that of all of games that, that could have this type <laughs> of thing, it's Cooking Mama, you know, right. and which is which is a series that has been you know regularly on the Nintendo. Uh, the PS4 version never got came out. Like, mm -hmm. we don't know what's happening with the PS4 version. That could be vaporware at this point. Uh, 
this whole thing is ridiculous uh you know when at first when i thought it was cryptocurrency i'm like really like i could see this kid like oh i'm just gonna play <laughs> cooking mama meanwhile it's like mining them money and stuff it's like ri ridiculous why hide this you know in in any type of game let's do it a kid's game uh reminds me of when mobile games first started i don't know if you remember i think there was a smurfs game and like parents started suing the company because like kids were spending thousands upon thousands of dollars in microtransactions on this thing because <laughs> this was like the early days and no one had any, you know, protection on any of this. And oh yeah, I just keep buying. I don't care. The kids didn't know. <laughs> so that's kind of what it reminds me of. Like this whole thing is bonkers. I do not think this game is getting any updates. I don't think it's going to get polished. I, I think this, this is just going to drag on for a bit and then just be tossed away and forgotten. And maybe a new Kicking Mama, or this could be the end of this franchise completely. For all we know. That's true. Yeah, Greg. Do you think? Do you know much about Kicking Mama? And if like, is this a is this a franchise that you're familiar with? A little bit. My wife had the DS one. Like, I think I got it for on the Nintendo DS because she is, still has it. Actually, um, mm -hmm. I haven't really played it like since. So, like, I I'm sure it's come a little bit longer way from there, and obviously got a lot more features and expansions and stuff. So, like, I do a know bit. like a little <laughs> bit like about the series though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's a that's an interesting thought. I mean, after all this, you know, going through, I, I do want to jump to so what you said, Barry. Like, what what the future of this franchise is? is I mean, is this a, a big enough black mark um, against this franchise for it to just stop? And and the office create just says no, no more. We're killing it, and uh, that's done. Um, or or could there be still a future um, out there for Cooking Mama? I think there's a future for it. I mean, like I said, they they were thinking about even shelving it, um, like completely, meaning that it didn't meet their quality standards. Um, but if if they shelved it and they planned on making a new game or or, or a new version of this game, um, that's gone. That's gone. That's not happening anymore. Um, they would wait. I would think they would wait for all this to blow over and people to forget about it uh, before they even look at the franchise again. Um, and and these developers who made this. Uh, I think this was their first game, and one of the reasons it drains the battery is it's not optimized for the Switch. It's just it's programmed c poorly, and it was never, you know, refined. It was never touched up. It was rushed to market, um, so it's really almost a broken code that's that's out there. And with the digital version gone and no updates, this is the only way to play the game. This is one of those cases where it is a physical-only game. Um, if you had downloaded it for that short, brief time, you could have it digitally, but I think very few people did. Um, but yeah, this is one of those cases where this, <laughs> this might be a, a physical-only title. Yeah, that's true. Greg, are, are you, do you think, I mean, what just your, I just want to know your general thoughts about this, Greg, because like this is this is crazy, right? Like, would you yeah, have ever expected something nuts. like this like, to happen? <laughs> not at all. Like, I thought this was a pretty solid series. I mean, I've done the Nintendo download for quite a long time and always seen like, oh, here's a new Quicking Mama game on 3DS and here's one on Wii. Here's one on Wii U. It's like seems like it's been like a long standing series with several entries, just like a call of duty like game just obviously not the same kind of market um and then it seems like it was finally coming to switch and this is just like so weird that it's happening to a game like this and not something else but yeah i guess that what happens when you have new people working on the game maybe they don't have the best coding practices and standards up to date and so 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of the things that nice if it gets a re-release because I'm sure there's people that probably were looking forward to it and now they won't be able to get it. But uh-huh. and just in case anyone's curious, live right now, I see there's still like five copies left on Amazon if you want one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think that the interesting thing that that hits me out of all this is that we know that that Nintendo has been pretty um I don't know what the right word is uh stingy about some some of the games that they put on the eShop and some of the games that they they will okay to be on their system and I know that there's some quality games um from some amazing indie developers that they've turned down um and then all of a sudden this one passes which apparently was not right um was not ready to pass and shouldn't have been on there to start with uh, as a huge battery drain wasn't optimized for the switch and they okayed it um and then all this stuff goes down like i don't know barry do you get any insights or thoughts around that sort of thing like why would they even you let know, this get on the system that bothers me uh more than i thought it would um and i think that's because of all these years of going to like play nyc I've talked with so many great and talented indie developers, and while a lot of them have their games on the Switch or games coming to the Switch, uh, there have been a few of them that uh, have had some stellar titles. And I said, this is perfect for the Switch, and they said Nintendo refused us. And some that actually had, um, you know, the permission to do Wii U and 3DS titles, then they were denied the switch mm-hmm. and it was like why like this doesn't make sense this game is perfect for the switch audience and and then yeah this this gets through there and that was their biggest argument was how could this have cryptocurrency if nintendo and sony it wasn't just nintendo it was sony right. as well um also said hey it's okay to put this on the ps4 it's just the ps4 version didn't come out um, it just wasn't. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was printed and just never released, or they never even got the printing down, or they didn't release the digital version. I don't know. It's like vaporware. But we do know that Sony also approved the ROM of this game for the PlayStation 4, much like Nintendo approved it for the Switch. So it's both companies are at fault here. Both companies let this go through, and that's pretty big because they're they're two giants. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I I can't even fathom uh, this whole thing. This whole thing feels fake. It really yeah. does. It's like it's like when I started reading, I'm like, no way. Yeah. Like, this just can't be real. And the the like, and the poor developers are are like destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like like they they have this tarnished reputation at this point, and people will not want to even look at them again. If they said, hey, we're putting out another game, what publisher is going to want to? touch them oh well not one you made your first game and it wasn't optimized then you were supposed to polish it or cancel it and instead you you went with the publisher because they went along with the publisher to publish the title when the owners of the ip said no um what 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 other publisher wants to go with them or what other what other ip holder will say yeah we're going to trust you with your ip I mean, you know, we see all these horror stories, and obviously Nintendo has been so close-knit with their IPs, and we, we've always said, you know, like, we wish they would lend them out more. Mm-hmm. And then stories like this come out, and it's like, well, should they? <laughs> or should they keep them closer <laughs> to their chest? Right. I don't know. I mean, 
coming from a, like a software perspective, it's probably some sort of like product manager's choice that like went through with this. It wasn't like the actual people that wrote the code on it. Um, maybe they had no idea on like the level of it, and then I think it would be on that person that like was able to make the decision to say, okay, go ahead and let's push this to the publisher, and boom, it's out. It's probably more on that person than the actual people that wrote the actual code. But but it's a small team, so it's right. still yeah, you know, it's I still know tarnishes yeah. Yeah, it's still the entire team, and it's but it's the actual decision is made on the per, the person that actually made that decision is the one that probably will have very trouble getting a lot of future work to yeah go against like. Well, I know like the developers actually tweeted out and they were like, you know, this is hurting us, now, especially all the bad press with the when the cryptocurrency was out there. They were like, no, we 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 didn't do that. And like, please, you know, like it it almost became slander. At that point, it really became like the whole Internet unanimously grabbed onto these rumors because they were rumors uh, and immediately took them as fact. Mm-hmm. And the poor developers were just like, hey, you know, no, right. no, don't believe everything you read. This is we don't know how to do that. We barely knew how to program the code to run on the switch and it's not optimized. You think we know how to make a, a cryptocurrency miner in there? <laughs> yeah. That's true. And I think the that's the you know, unfortunate thing, you know, they they may be just great developers and and they may, you know, just made a bad decision to go with the publisher and maybe they didn't really even have much of a say in the whole thing. I mean a lot of times the publisher just kinda rule the the whole thing. They're they're the ones making the decision and they just got you know, pulled under when they shouldn't have. And, and that's really too bad for, for them because, you know, it maybe was a great game. I, I, I really like the concept. I think it's, it's a great, um, idea for a modern, um, cooking mama game to try to, you know, capitalize on the whole like YouTuber thing and, you know, a food blogger and all those sort of things. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, unfortunately, you know, people like Barry, who uh, got <laughs> was lucky enough to get a physical copy, are probably the only ones that could have have the opportunity to play it. Are you going to play it, Barry? I am, I am not going to play it. Um, <laughs> no time. But um, but I'm curious if you guys are after all this are going to pick this up in case this does disappear and the it never does come out again and the price doesn't increase. And just the story, like for me as a collector, mm-hmm. I love games with stories. You know, I've bought games that have no interest in just because it was an interesting story behind it. Um, I, I find that to be one of the more fascinating parts of game collecting. And this one most certainly has an interesting story behind it. Mm-hmm. So you guys going to pick it up? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. I would, like I said, I did have it open on Amazon. It's saying it's like 5762. I don't know what retail actually was, but yeah, I know the yeah. developers actually had it up on, uh on their site but yeah. i know there's a there's a switch um wow uh yeah there's uh 49.99 is retail there's okay. one up there's one up on ebay 49.99 free shipping that is the last one they've sold out uh, all other ones are 60 plus um but there is one up there <laughs> and that i believe and it's and and it's sold um, it sold a lot. That one sold 2,244 sold from that. So that was, um, the one in Minnesota. So that, that is the owner of the, 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 the developers hmm. or, or the publishers. I'm not sure which, but think about that. They, they had 
2,244 copies that did not get the stores that they were able to sell on eBay, and there's one left from them. Wow. Yeah. The only reason I would pick it up is to potentially have it just for, like, a item to, like, resell, like, way down the line because it's only, like, there's only so many copies out there, so it's like a... Well, I mean, like I said, it's, it's one of those that has a story, and for me, that's where it's one for me to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I would play, especially not if it's optimized and it's going to drain my battery. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard, you know, some people didn't like it, and I've also heard some people did enjoy it. So, I mean, there's, there's, I'm not going to say it's not fun to be had. It's just I never played any other Cooking Mama games. I, I own them, but I just never played mm-hmm. them. But this is just, it's one of those where, who knows? They can and they could release an optimized version. The, the the publisher can say, yeah, you know, we talked with the developer, we settled out of court, we've we've gone back and patched it up, and we're re-releasing it, the optimized, you know, enhanced version. In which case, all first prints, you know, will will have a little bit more value at that point. And that's what I'm hoping. I hope it does get a second chance with an enhanced version, or you yeah. know, or at least an optimized version. But. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things where no one no one can say. So if you buy it at fifty bucks and you want to buy it as a, a potential investment or a potential collectible, <laughs> the, the worst you can lose is fifty bucks. Um, the best you can get is the sky's the limit. No one knows, you know, what anything's going to be worth. But if you do look statistically at the more expensive games, um, there's usually a story behind it. Stadium yeah. events, you know, the most valuable. NES game out there, unless you count stick, you know, sticker sealed kind of things. The only reason that's worth so much is because Nintendo bought the rights, pulled it from shelves, and re-released it as World Class Track Meet, which is a two-dollar game. Same game, but Stadium Events is worth ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars because there's so few out there, and there's a story behind it. I'm not saying this is going to get anywhere close <laughs> to that, and it most likely will not. So don't quote me on that. I'm just saying statistically. Right. When there's a story and there's a controversy, that's when things go up. And, and of course, scarcity and demand. I mean, NBA Elite 11 is another prime example. You know, EA pulled that game, but Amazon sends some copies out. Good luck finding a copy right now. They exist, but you're going to pay a lot of money for them. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, that's just one of those things. I, I think, you know, you as a, as a, you know, collector and wanting to get the whole set is just, it's, those are those benefits that you get when you've already pre-ordered them. You get already get those things. It's like the back in the day when I used to, um, like as a, a lot of you know kids when they were younger, collected baseball cards and stuff. Yep. And so you get the whole. I got several whole box sets that are untouched, that are in, still in the the plastic, all wrapped up and everything. And when you buy all of them, you do sometimes get some gems in there that are going to be worth yep. a whole lot of money. Someone's rookie card that you never know what's going to happen to it. Um, and meanwhile, you get some other you know amazing games that you get to just sit there and, and enjoy. And then you get some really horrible games that <laughs> will sit on your shelf as well um so you get to go with the bad there's some joy to the horrible games i mean (laughs) playing them with friends and just laughing at how bad they are there is an inherent joy to it but you're you're right and that is that is something that a lot of people don't realize you know especially with pre-orders again i mentioned nba elite 11 
the only reason we have copies out there are Amazon sent it out to pre-orders. And had I been a big basketball fan and I pre-ordered it, I would have been very happy. But I wasn't, and, I, and I'm not, and I didn't, and I'm kicking myself because that's a $3,000 game right now. Wow. So it's, it's one of those, <laughs> wow, I, I never thought a sports game, I should have, but no one knows. Yeah. It's impossible to know. It's impossible to tell the future. Yeah. Um, and even this, I, I had a pre-ordered simply because I'm going for the full set. Mm-hmm. Um, had I not been going for the full set, I personally probably would purchase it right now because it's a story. Mm-hmm. That's just because I, I love um, games with stories like that, like outside stories uh, and, and controversy. Controversy is, is just it's fun to just talk about. Mm-hmm. Even even like Zelda Gold, uh, Ocarina of Time Gold Cart, you know, there's controversy behind that cartridge. Um, there is differences between that and, and other versions of Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know we're talking about outside stories, but what did you think of Bowser's inside story? Uh, <laughs> it was the worst-selling yeah. 3DS game out there. Oh, boy, boy, boy. Yeah, I uh, I never never would have seen this coming, um, especially I, I, it. it's tempting. I think... I'm probably not going to buy it at like 60 bucks. Um, and because we 60, some 60, $70 or whatever, because we have a podcast going on right now, I'm not going to drop what I have and, and go to eBay and buy the one copy left. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, um, I'm probably going to stay away from it, but it is tempting, especially because of that story to be able to go, Hey, uh, you want to know a cool story about this game? <laughs> you know, years down the road. Um, yeah. let me tell you what happened with this, this particular cooking mama game. <laughs> and, uh, to be able to tell people who, you know, maybe were younger at the time or didn't even know about it. So. And that's, that's it. I mean, and, and for all we know, even the seller, you know, uh, 11 have sold in the last 24 hours. Um, they might have more. They might just be putting 12 up at a time. Um, we don't know how many more they really do have. That's true. Because, again, they were – first off, there's another factor to this story is the coronavirus. Mm. So retailers right now are closed or, or just doing, like, curbside pickup. But a lot of the shipments aren't prioritized. So a lot of retailers aren't getting their stuff on top of, of this. Because uh, mine came from, I think, Amazon. But because of that – they're now kind of selling them and they're selling them more underhanded until they get shut down. Like what if this lawsuit goes and says, no cease and desist, they have to by law stop selling them. Mm. So they're especially like through eBay, you can tell they're pretty much just like quickly, quickly, let's get out. Let's get out because they're not getting, they put the time and money into developing the game. They're not getting any of that return back because the retailers are closed. So it, it's true. like a, it's like a Murphy's law in this game. Really? <laughs> Yeah, it's just a multifaceted thing that yeah I never would have expected from this, and and yeah I didn't even think about the the whole uh, implications from all the coronavirus stuff and everything that's been going on, you know, ch- affecting retailers and everything else. It's just a, another layer that's <laughs> on top of yeah. everything else that's going on with this game. So. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let us know in the, the chat or the comments later. We'd love to know if you were able to pick up Cooking Mama Cookstar, if you're planning on grabbing it, um, all those different things, what you think about this insane story um, surrounding a, a Switch game. Uh, we'd love to know what you guys think about all that. Um, yeah. Any any final thoughts about Cooking Mama Cookstar before we move on to, to some other news things? See. It's it's just bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a bizarre thing. Yeah, perfect word to sum it up. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> for sure. Well, uh, yeah, another another drop that just happened um, on us, kind of like the Nintendo Direct, the the Mini Direct, things like that. Uh, Nintendo just uh, was it yesterday or today? I think it was yesterday. yesterday. Uh, they dropped firmware version 10.0 for uh, for Nintendo Switch, which means uh, folders and themes, right? Right? That's that's what it means. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would oh, be nice. No, not well, folders just means and normal themes. Normal quality improvements. <laughs> quality improvement. There's a little bit more than quality improvements, but basically, yeah, it's uh, quality of life improvements, even for a big 10.0 update. So essentially, what we got going on uh, is that uh, now we get a bookmark feature for news. Uh, okay. Um, we also have the ability to move software and data between system, uh, the system and the micro SD card, which is insane that that wasn't already a thing. Uh, uh, we also get micro, or sorry, um, Animal Crossing New Horizons user icons, which is cool, I guess. Um, we can also, this is a big thing, change your controller's mapping. Uh, the button mapping, which I don't think I would ever see Nintendo ever doing that, but now you can control, uh, change the controllers and button mapping. And they also included some uh, quote-unquote uh, additional adjustments for more pleasant user experiences. So that's basically the the quality of life uh, improvements and, and stuff like that. Um, Greg, let's go to you first. What what do you think about the these updates? Anything that, uh, that is really standing out to you, or were you just kind of like eh about this thing? It was mostly like, eh, but I was going to say, like, welcome to 2011. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, the Wii, I'm pretty sure the Wii U and the Switch had launched with, like, this kind of basic stuff. It's like they've always allowed us to switch the data between the, like, SD cards and, the like, the actual, like, um, internal, like, memory. Um, the bookmark thing, like, okay, like, that should have been a thing at launch. Like, why would you like, want to bookmark things? Um, how about the Mario Maker bookmark site? How about you work on that instead? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like more icons, sure. I mean, I don't really change it around too much, but yeah, I can understand why they'd want to have new Animal Crossing ones as the game's really hot right now. So yeah, yeah and the button mapping thing definitely came out of nowhere. Like normally the games usually support only certain games like support like to change around the controls as you see fit but now that's like at the system level so i definitely know there's people that complain like oh i wish this button did this instead or whatever and now you're able to kind of do that with pretty much all games now so yeah i think that's that's definitely the winner here and i'm surprised it even took this long to get something like that i mean options are always good never a hindrance you should always be able to play the game you want to play if you don't like using trigger buttons you shouldn't have to be if you don't like using motion controls you shouldn't have to use those either like there should be proper buttons to do everything so that's definitely the most welcomed piece and i'm normally fine with the default controls but so I mean, it's still nice for people out there that do like to change those things around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Barry, what's your general thoughts about uh, this update? I mean, the controller mapping is, is by far the best feature. I remember when we all reviewed Luigi's Mansion 3, and our biggest <laughs> fault was the lack of inversion. How can Nintendo release a game that you can't customize the controls? And boy, I didn't expect them to just say, we're going to do it right to the whole system. Um, I didn't check that. Does it allow inversions of Y's, uh, the, the 
the analog stick at all or is it I, just buttons i think it's just button reassignment i think ah, or or so disabling close. So one of the cool things is you can disable buttons. So, um, so for instance, like on the Joy-Con, when the one that has, which is it's the left one that has the uh, the capture button right there, um, you can actually disable that one, and so you don't have a, a bunch of you know screenshots over and over again. <laughs> well, I mean, but, it's so close and yet so far. Yeah. That's the Nintendo thing to do. We're gonna, we're gonna give you something, but we're just gonna come short of delivering yeah. completely. Um, I, I think inversion should just be a standard in any type of 3D game because people people play games differently. Yeah. And you can get used to a game a certain way. And if you're used to a game where, you know, the 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 right analog for camera is inverted and then you ha- are forced to play a game where it's not inverted with the camera, you're like for me, that makes me dizzy just because I'm I'm trying to turn it the way I'm used to and it's going spinning all over. I'm like, oh my god, and it's going to take me some time to adjust. And mm-hmm. then if I go back to the other game, forget about it. Right. I mean, as of now, it's it's hard enough going from the Switch to the PS4, where the A button is accept on the Switch, but the X button is accept on the PS4. Yeah. And and it's like, whoa, hold on, everything is flipped around. Just, um, or they or the Xbox when A and B is switched. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really hard jumping between systems. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the other things are cool. Bookmarks for news is great, I guess, if you don't have the internet or no, right. don't use the internet for news. Um, and uh, new new icons that make sense. Uh, be nice to see some more series represented, but whatever. I I haven't changed my icon since uh, I got my Switch on launch day. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I would like to see folders. Um, I would like to see the ability to see your entire play history um, since this started mm-hmm. uh, 100%. I think that is so stupid that you can't go back and just kind of look at a timeline since you've had the console. Well, now you uh, can uh, delete your play history. Yeah, you can Yay. delete. That's for kids <laughs> to be like, oh, mom, look, I've only played Breath of the Wild for like two hours, you right. see? Um. Yeah, I I don't want to delete my history. I want to see right. my history, and that should the fact that it's there and the fact that the data the the system saves it. It's just like neener neener. I got it, but I'm not telling you, and that's so stupid. Especially when the 3ds had the play log, and you it would it told you what your most played games were, and it gave you all these stats, and it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Why are we going backwards on the Switch? We shouldn't be going backwards when a system in 2011 had this feature yeah uh it's so stupid yeah. and and the whole uh what was the other thing that they added the, with this the data switching over yeah the data transfer yeah. yeah that that should be a given yeah. when when my wii with my digital titles broke and nintendo held those games at ransom for 40 bucks after i knocked them down from 80 dollars that's when i was like goodbye digital because that is bs if you buy a game they should not be able to hold it ransom and that's that's kind of the same thing now. Nintendo still locks things to your system, and it you, you got to be able to transfer. It's just it's 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You went with SD cards, which is a step above Sony and their proprietary cards. But let us. You know, it's about time you let us actually access them. Yeah. Like Jakester said in the, in the chat, even the Wii U had it. Um, I I think he's probably talking about the. Um, the activity log i think as well but uh i think you could also transfer data from the system to the sd the sd card in there as well and so like why why are those things i really when that i saw that in the in the rundown of the firmware update it was like 
wait, is it wasn't that a thing already? Like I was yeah, like, too. Like yeah, my, I did. A lot of my channels were on the yeah. SSD. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but at least we have it now. Um, icons, like you guys, I, I haven't changed my icon in a long time. And I prefer the me icon. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I prefer the me one because I want it to look like me. Um, and so uh, that's I've just I picked it when I first started and that's what it stayed at. That was it. Um, yeah, I've been kind of changing around. I've changed it around like every like six, eight months or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if I'm playing Zelda, I'll leave the Zelda icon up. If I'm playing mm-hmm. like Mario, I'll change it to a Mario icon. I mean, I do really like the Splatoon ones, despite not really playing that one a lot. But I thought those looked really cool, and I had that one for a while. Um, I recently changed it back to a Zelda one. So, yeah. like, so I, when I'm looking at like online friends and their play histories, then I kind of like, oh, maybe it's time to change my icon. And yeah. Plus, before my I created the account for my daughter for Animal Crossing, like she was like, oh, pick Princess Peach as your icon. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really want that one. So you can, I'll create your account and yeah. setting it to Princess Peach. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. I mean, for because I know people will still update. I think the biggest thing for me is like the. I don't know if this. I when I think of a 10.0 update, I feel like it should be bigger than this. Like, yeah. why shouldn't this just be 9.7 or 9.8 or whatever they were on at the time? Like, why? Like, I want the the big system update for for version 10. Um, the the controller mapping is probably i mean all the rest of them are things that just should have happened the controller mapping i think is the most interesting thing to me for sure just like you guys have said like but it's it's interesting i think still for me because i i never saw nintendo really doing that at a system level um i don't think they ever have before um at least i don't remember them ever doing that so that's that's kind of interesting um i think it's really cool for accessibility i think that's going to be a huge game changer for some people that that just have disabilities or whatever and now they're going to be able to to play games that before they weren't able to for whatever reason um that they can remap buttons and and stuff like that and then there's going to be certain people that really prefer it a different way and they're going to be able to play a game better because of that um i think some games are going to be change for speed running and stuff like that it's going to be able to affect different ways that people do speed runs even um i know for breath of the wild um to be able to run and jump at the same time it was kind of tough because it was the x and the b button but if you want to remap that run button to something else all this or the jump button or whatever now all of a sudden it's easier to hit that and so you may be able to actually um make it through certain spots faster than you would before um things like that are really cool i think my my big thing on the NES online, all the NES games, like I want to use Y and B um, for for running and jumping and stuff instead of A and B because the layout is different. And so now being able to switch that is cool. But here's you the have to remember to switch it back. <laughs> right. Here's the thing. Like I like you can do presets, which is cool. You have like five different options for presets, but they're not game specific. And that's what I would have preferred. I want to I, I want to change my, my my mapping for NES online only, and say this is the mapping that I want for this game specifically. And then when I'm out of that game, change it back to default. But you know not being able to, to do that, that is. Though, you need to buy the Nintendo <laughs> NES controller Joy-Cons. Right. And you don't have that problem. Right. That's and that's probably why Nintendo hasn't done it. They're like, you know why this is this is really just this your solution, Steve, is just to buy our product. That's that's how it's going to be done. <laughs> I do have the NES Joy-Cons and the Super Nintendo ones just came, I think, 
since the last podcast. So I finally had ordered it and got it. Yeah, that's what they want. They want you to give them more money. <laughs> That's true. But uh, yeah, I, I would prefer it to be game specific because I think that's the that's the thing, especially if you're going to control uh, change like A and B or, or something like that. And the next thing you know, you're like backing out of menus instead of advancing through menus and it just throws the whole thing off. Um, so it's cool that they have it. I think I think I probably won't be changing much um in in games um i'll probably change it maybe i'll set up just one of my my controllers to play uh when i play nes online and i'll just like designate that specific one as as my nes online one um or something like that but uh but yeah i don't know if if i'll really be you know changing it up much i'm sure it's gonna be fun to 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 try different games and seeing you know now can i play um i don't know uh smash brothers with just you know you know one joy con and and do everything i want to do before if i remap certain buttons and things that i want to do i don't know it'd be fun to play around with but i don't see myself using it long term i think this is more of a an accessibility sort of thing we've smash brothers already had the option for the controller stuff you do but you it's not like full like there's certain things like so maybe i'm thinking of the wii u one where it was like pretty much full like reassignment yeah, I haven't really played tons of Ultimate, so I don't really know. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, as of right now, it's just for the I think the Joy Cons and Pro controllers. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they eventually do allow you to use it with third-party controllers and and even like you know uh, was the 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 Wii remotes and nunchucks if you connected in the adapters and stuff like that would be interesting to be able to play you know that's what I'm going to do Smash Brothers with just a nunchuck yeah oh god <laughs> so yeah it'd be really really interesting um, but yeah I think it, I think it's cool for all that stuff I just I, I just don't know I mean like when I look across this all these these features and i'm like that's just so little for a 10.0 update um but i don't know i guess they're i'm happy they're still making improvements i just wish it was more (laughs) all right well let's move on uh because um was it last week i believe we found out uh that a couple different things um first of all we found out just maybe a couple days ago that nintendo is continuing to make these deals with uh people to use their ip and now we have uh them making a deal with levi's um and we're going to be able to see a bunch of Levi's uh, clothing, so like shirts and bags and hats and all that sort of thing. Um, and they're going to have Mario and Luigi and Yoshi and and all those different things you can buy. You know, from T-shirts that have uh, the characters on on the the chest to bags to jackets that are just covered in Nintendo characters. A um, whole bunch of stuff that they're going to be putting out. Um, I think you can actually start buying that right away. Some of the stuff is coming soon. Some of the clothing uh, is available right away on Levi's website. Uh, so yeah, just gonna this short little story, um, new story, but it, it is a thing. And just wanted to kind of get you guys' thoughts on this. Is there anything that you know really excites you about this uh, this sort of deal? Are you gonna buy a uh, a Levi's and Super Mario bandana so that you can you know have that as your as your mask? Um, I don't know. <laughs> like as you go to rock the grocery the store, rock the rock the Mario 
uh, bandana. Um, yeah, what do you what do you think about this partnership, Barry? Um, I think the best thing about this partnership is it's showing Nintendo is willing to let other companies handle their IPs again, uh, which was a huge thing in the 80s and that uh, stopped after the Super Mario movie. Uh, and you know, a lot of a lot of kids growing up, you know, didn't get you know Nintendo clothes as much or or Nintendo little party favorite drink glasses or Nintendo cereal and like all this other stuff. Like they were everywhere, and it was awesome. And to see them slowly opening up again uh, is is a wonderful thing. Uh, will I be rushing out? No. Um, if I saw them on sale, probably I think they're, you know, I have enough. I have a whole closet full of, of shirts already. You know, do I really need more? In fact, we're doing this whole Marie Kondo thing where ah. we're turning all our shirt <laughs> hangers backwards and we're going to go through a year and see every time we wear one, we put it forwards and see how many shirts, you know, we don't actually wear in that year. So, yeah, it's, it'd be one of those. I don't I don't need any more clothes right now. <laughs> But I do think if this is something you like or you want some gaming shirts, uh, and you haven't, you know, you can't go to Hot Topic right now, uh, you know, or, mm-hmm. uh, or or Uniqlo because they they had a deal with Uniqlo too. Um, it's just great to see more more deals, and the more Nintendo puts their IP out there in the public's view, the more they will be recognized. And a T-shirt, I mean, if you noticed on all of those shirts and stuff that that you scrolled through on the catalog not only did it have nintendo characters but levi's was prominent in every single one Mm -hmm. levi's knows because if you're wearing a levi's shirt and it says levi's you are a walking billboard you are an advertisement for levi's at that point and if someone sees you wearing it goes oh that's cool i know where to get that i'm gonna go buy it and it's the same when you're wearing a gaming shirt, uh, you know, someone walks down the street and you see it like, oh, Mario. Yeah, cool. OK. And, and if, if you don't know the character, you see it enough. It's like, well, I recognize it. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a time in, in the 80s where Mario was more recognized than Mickey Mouse. I don't think that is the way it is today, but maybe we can get back there. So I think it's awesome. Uh, and if it's something you're, you're looking for and you see something you like, I say support it so that Nintendo keeps doing it. But I personally won't be touching that stuff unless yeah. it's on sale down the road. Nice. Yeah. Greg, uh, speaking of Marie Kondo, uh, do, does the Levi and, and Super Mario deal spark joy for you? Uh, not as much. So. Not as much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm with Barry. I mean, it's great for like brand recognition and people that more go out for that stuff. But I'm definitely not one to get too much of, like, gaming clothes. I mean, I'm perfectly content like content with like normal shirts i don't need like jeans and stuff with it so yeah yeah i don't need to go like all out with like bandanas and hats <laughs> i don't really wear hats and like yeah so yeah same here i i think there there's some there's some of the the shirts and stuff that looks cool i mean i'm not the type of person that to to wear the the jackets and and the the clothes that have like all the characters on it i think it's fun um that's not my sort of style i guess um some of the shirts are are fun shirts um and i 
and I, I wouldn't be opposed to having one, but, but yeah, I think like you guys said too, Mike, I'm not going to go out of my way to, to get them. Um, you know, if someone wants to get one for me, cool. You know, if my, my parents usually buy me some sort of, you know, Nintendo related shirt for Christmas, cool. Um, but it's not something I'm going to go out of way, my way, but, but I am happy that, the, that they're doing these partnerships it is pretty cool um and speaking of those partnerships uh we found out a little bit more about the lego super mario uh deal and so um yeah so we found out that there are also going to be some expansion sets that are going to be coming uh to the to the the lego super mario um like uh sets so in addition to the the basic starter set there's also going to be a piranha plant um, set and also a Bowser's Castle uh, boss battle. Um, and overall, it's going to launch at the 1st of August. Uh, and pre orders went live, but they are already sold out. Uh, so they've already stopped pre orders um, and uh, they're no longer available, at least through the Lego site. I don't know about any, any uh, like Amazon or Walmart or something like that, but I know through the Lego site, they're already um, sold out of all the pre orders um, because of the, uh, the demand was so high. So, um, yeah, the whole set's going to be, the, the starter set's going to be 60 bucks, we found out. And yeah, available at the beginning of August. It doesn't seem like the coronavirus stuff is going to halt that but who knows um everything is kind of up in the air uh lately uh with all that stuff so as of now they're still holding on to the first of august uh greg are you any more excited about uh the lego sets now that we know a little bit more about them yeah they do seem pretty intriguing um my daughter's still getting really into like legos so i might end up thinking about getting like a one of them if i can get my hands on them because i didn't pre-order it um I don't know. I feel like the Bowser one is a little bit more on the expensive side, but mm. um, the starter one is pretty much the cost of a game, so it's pretty fair price there. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's pretty cool, and hopefully, we'll get a chance to play around with it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll see if I can locate one once it's available. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think. Uh... I don't know. I, uh, Jakester says that he thinks the the Bowser's Castle is awesome. I I, I don't know personally. I was expecting more from Bowser's Castle. I wanted a like a actual like big castle. Like I want to be able to build it. I think I've talked about this before. Like in you know a, another episode where I want to I want to like Millennium Falcon like style like Bowser's Castle. That's what I want to build. And you know the. 50,000 pieces or whatever. That's what I want to see. Um, Barry, these, these expansion sets and things like that, is it, does it change your mind about the, the Lego sets? It, it's one of those things where I'm really happy to see it sell out. And I'm really happy to see, again, Nintendo do this. And this is not what I was expecting when I heard Lego Super Mario. Uh, but it is the very Nintendo way to do Legos. Um so in that sense, it doesn't surprise me. I did not pre-order them. Um, my wife and I have been debating getting them. We both grew up with Legos. Uh, you know, they've been a very important part of our childhood. Um, if we had kids, it would be no question. We would have been pre-ordered instantly. Without kids right now, I fear that if I had them, they would remain like my Labo sets, <laughs> unused not because I have no interest, but simply because of the space 
with it all constructed how much it takes yeah um like takes up and then you would have to disassemble it and then put it back together and and right now space is a commodity that i i need more of so i personally chose to pass at this time i'm not saying down the road i won't get any sets or i won't get all of them i don't know but i think it's great to see this demand i think they're novel but they're also juvenile at the same sense like like you said if it was a bowser's castle where you can build everything and 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 actual lego scale like something like hogwarts they, mm-hmm. they made like but bowser's castle that i would have been all over instantly like that's just awesome uh, i know you mentioned like bowser's castle is expensive lego sets are expensive mm-hmm. um i remember when when the star wars lego sets first came out way back in the day uh, as a kid, I'm like, I'm going to get all of these, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, we went to Toys R Us and I was like, oh, they have the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter. And I don't know how many people remember those, but they were like $200 back in like the early 90s, which is a lot of money. And those things were huge. I mean, those things put up, put together were amazing. And the X-Wing worked with the wings and, and it was fantastic. Uh, and they're worth a lot more now, uh, those early ones. But mm-hmm. But that's kind of what i was expecting um if you're gonna pay that much i want the real intricacies of it and this 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 has a lot more working parts i mean the whole mechanics and the power-ups and it's fantastic but it's not what i personally think of and i think it almost hate to say this it almost feels like the lego icon shouldn't be there and it should say duplo instead Mm. um and, and, and I know that kind of degrades it and it, it makes it lower, but it kind of feels more like a Duplo set. And especially with the advertising of the kids of that age playing with it, um, it doesn't feel as hip or new or cool as, as it could be, as a mm-hmm. Lego set should be. That's yeah. just my personal take. Well, it's interesting to, to hear that they've been working the, about, uh, on this. It seems like it's been in development for four years as well, um, which does... I mean, the the intricacies of, of the Mario character itself, you know, it's got the, um, the, the the screen on the front, it's got the accelerometers built in, all those different things is cool. But but for four years, like, I don't know, I do you do you guys think, like, will they eventually come out with the the full scale like I want to build, I want to build Peach's castle. I want to build Bowser's castle. I want to, I want to full scale th- those kind of things. Like maybe, like if I could build like the Super Mario or Super Nintendo World, you know, amusement park in my bedroom. That's what I want to do. <laughs> like that's that's the Lego sets that I want. Greg, do you think they're going to come out with that, or do you think they're going to stop with this this sort of thing? It's kind of hard to say. I would like to think that they might be pushed more to go with the, those bigger sets but i don't know it seems like they're trying to do it like that almost like the nintendo labo approach where it's mm-hmm. kind of like more like a game and has the cool sound effects and very interactive to like be more like an actual toy whereas i think a lot of those other sets like that we've talked about like star wars and even other ones that, that i would have loved to have but i thought they were expensive like the simpsons house or the disney cat uh, magic kingdom castle but um those would probably more likely just be a sit because it's usually the person buying it more thinks it's like a collector's thing and would rather just have it more for display and not actively playing with it and this like the normal other sets that they sell. So mm-hmm. 
I don't know. So it's kind of that's where I kind of see that catch twenty two. Like this is more encouraging you to play with it because it makes cool sounds as you jump on the different enemies and makes a sound with like the flagpole and like Bowser's fire and everything. So I do see like they do like that play aspect of it, but I don't know if they would dip into the collector side just to kind of construct it and have it more for like a display thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What I want to know is if you look at, and I know it's it, this is all part of Mario's 35th anniversary, um, the Levi's thing and the, the Lego thing. But when looking at it, it kind of makes me think back to um, the Jack's Pacific characters, the figures. Um, they were The series was the world of Nintendo figures. <clears throat> and if you remember that set, and I said remember because the set still exists, but it doesn't exist the same way anymore. In fact, I think it's just the Super Mario has a line and the Zelda has a line. But with the world of Nintendo, you had Mario characters and you had Zelda characters, but you also had Star Fox characters. You had Pikmin characters. You had Donkey Kong characters. You had Splatoon characters. You had all these characters from different franchises uh, and that was cool. That was literally the world of Nintendo. And now it just feels like we're back to Mario, 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 Mario. And I love Mario. I love the Mario games. I will always love the Mario games. But, you know, with with Smash Brothers, there's so many I- icons and there's so many so many Nintendo IP. And the world of Nintendo line, which, which again, is, is now degraded to just two lines, uh was so cool because we got to see these characters we never would have had uh, gotten normally kind of like amiibo a lot of amiibo figures you know who thought we would ever get fire emblem figures or xenoblade figures but now we got amiibo for it but now we were you know, we had splatoon we had inkling and different inklings and boy and girl and and you know a big we had the whole Star Fox crew in like four inch figures like that is awesome um this feels like a step backwards and i know again it's mario's 35th anniversary and i could forgive it for that reason so i want to see them expand on this and not here's another mario said here's another mario mm-hmm. said i want to see more lego nintendo characters mm-hmm. i want to see levi's shirts with more nintendo characters i want to bring these characters i mean look at animal crossing is selling like crazy <laughs> and that was another one world of nintendo had had like villager and kk um so where animal crossing was even represented in that toy set um I, like put the animal crossing characters on there put the splatoon characters put the zelda put xenoblade put mm. fire emblem put all these characters star fox f-zero put freaking mike jones from star <laughs> tropics on there like like let's do it yeah let let's embrace the literal world of nintendo and not just mario mm-hmm. because if it continues with just mario nintendo's learned nothing especially right now with animal crossing selling like hotcakes i mean mm-hmm. come on capitalize that's what we need is a is an animal crossing lego set just build your own island in real life <laughs> Come on, that would sell like yeah. gangbusters. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm interested to see where where all these partnerships uh, continue to go. I mean, I don't, you know, Levi is not necessarily a, a, you know something that came completely out of the out of left field. That that makes sense. Clothing and all that stuff. They've done sort of these things before. Uh, a partnership with Lego is really cool. Um, but where where would they go next? Like what? Let's go to Speculation Town. People love it when we do that. Greg, what what company would you like to see Nintendo partner with next? Where where is that crossover? Would you like to happen? Yeah. 
Well, if we're going full crazy, I'd love to see something with like Mickey. I, would I knew it was Mario. coming. I knew Disney was going to play in there. <laughs> I would love to see something with like Mario and Mickey, whether it's like some sort of like joint like venture game or even like some sort of like movie or TV show it would be great too. So I'd be all for something like that. I would love to see that happen someday. <laughs> nice, nice. Barry, how about you? Where where do you yours, where do you want yours, him to go next? Yours? feels more likely than mine uh and and i might be chastised for this but microsoft i would love i i thought sony but you know what i'd love to see nintendo characters reunited with the rare characters and that can only happen with microsoft and and you know especially with like cuphead and ori now being on the switch um that would be really cool to see some kind of joint game um with you know, all those characters um, some kind of adventure game with Nintendo characters and with with uh, Rare characters and Microsoft characters. Um, even though, like, I'm not a big Halo guy or a Gears guy, but you know, still, like, they're part of gaming history. Like, embrace it. Or, or even a trifecta with Sony, kind of like a Project Cross Zone, where you know it was Namco and, mm. and Capcom and Sega, but like something like that. But Nintendo, Sega, Sony, mm. or Nintendo, Sony, and and Microsoft, and throw Sega in there too. Um, like that would just be amazing nice. I, I think that would just be cool but not an olympics it has to be like an adventure game and yeah and some kind of grandiose thing or even a movie you know yeah like a wreck it ralph but with you know just, just those characters yeah you know, nothing original that'd be cool because because cool. you know wreck it ralph can't use real nintendo characters outside of bowser in the mm-hmm. first one because god forbid <laughs> Well, they decided to go with the whole internet thing the second time and lost the supposed Mario story that was there. And yeah, whatever. Um, I personally, I'd like to to see a partnership with Apple. I, I want a I want a Mario or a Zelda branded iPhone. Like, just think about with like the 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 higher the Hylian Shield like embedded on the back of your iPhone. Like it goes right along with the the link wallpaper I already got. I want to really 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 cool like subtle like Triforce on there or something like that. That'd be really awesome. I'm sure you, you can engrave it or get like a case with that. Yeah, stuff. but I want an official thing. <laughs> you got a case. No case like this. This product is beautiful. I don't want to put a case over it. Like. I have a case on my iPhone. I don't care. Yeah, it's your funeral when it breaks. (laughs) I got insurance. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's, I don't know. That's, that's what I would, again, not going to happen, but it'd be cool. You, you, you watched the, the keynote where they announced Super Mario Run, right there. That was your Mario, your, your Nintendo Apple moment. (laughs) It was done right there. Hey, it's already happening. You gotta get, you gotta raise the bar. <laughs> yeah, no, I want the, the hardware. The hardware is on it. <laughs> You're asking for a Nintendo phone. Did you learn nothing from the Engage? It's not gonna. Well, I, I want Apple to produce <laughs> it though. <laughs> like, it's already good. But oh man! All right. Well, uh, before we before we jump into our, our closing thoughts and and all those sort of things, uh, I want to thank all of you guys for for joining us in the chat tonight um, live. Thanks for listening after the fact as well. If you have not uh, subscribed, be sure to do that. If you've not shared this with other Nintendo fans that you know, be sure to do that as well. Follow us on social media. Join our Discord. We love chatting with you guys uh, between episodes um, and all that. But uh, 
But yeah, let's let's talk about this. Our next podcast is going to be uh, recorded live on April twenty eighth. So in just uh, a couple weeks. Um, but between between now and then, um, what other games are we looking forward to? There are some 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 notable uh, games on the list uh, this next time. One of the games that stood out to me was Double Dragon Two. Um, it's coming out on April 16th, just a couple days away, but that's already available on NES Online, so that's interesting that they're bringing that out um, as a standalone title for like $4.99 in America. Um, Trials of Mana comes out on April 24th, and Naruto uh, Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Road to Baruto comes out on a <laughs> on a April 24th as well. Um, what are you guys uh, What are you guys excited about playing over the next couple weeks? I'll go to you first, Barry. Um, well, I'm planning to definitely finish Life is Strange 2, and uh, my next big game I'm, I'm looking forward to going to is Trials of Mana on uh, the 24th, so 10 days away. Uh, I really hope. It, it comes out uh, you know hope i get that physical uh in between those uh, i probably look for something shorter and uh i know that this week for the the playcast uh, we are doing the mega man zero zx games um but we're doing a game called wonderling for the following week uh, which is a digital-only title, so I will be playing that, and I'm looking forward to that because I've heard nothing but good things about it. And uh, that's that's mainly what I'm I'm going for. But who knows? Anything can, you know, pop in or anything can change. Nice, nice. How about you, Greg? Um, I'm kind of looking into the Trials of Mana that I might actually end up picking that up. I do like RPG games, but I don't know if like uh, did you play time the demo? I did not. The demo carries over and saves. So. That usually always does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like you feel like you say that every podcast. <laughs> They're it's doing a lot demo. more, oh, which is great. Well, Bravely saves. Default 2 doesn't. <laughs> well, that's because mm. they're still looking for feedback on that game. Yeah. That's why I was more interested to try that demo, because apparently they could... Anyways, that's a different subject. <laughs> <laughs> I... I'm kind of surprised about Double Dragon 2 since it is on the thing, but I know there are people that are super um, anal about getting the Nintendo subscription uh, for uh, Nintendo Online. So, I mean, you could obviously buy it and you can still play it, but that again, it kind of raises the question, like, how well it, will it sell if you're, for those of us that do have the subscription service? So, mm-hmm. I guess if you don't mind it, like, lapsing or getting rid of it, then yeah, that be the way to go to still play that one but it could be a sign of other things to come with other companies that have their games included on it and like hey i could be making five dollars every time somebody wants to buy my game so yeah i don't know yeah that's I interesting i probably won't get that one just because obviously i have it on nintendo online and i have no plans to stop maintaining that right <laughs> for the foreseeable future so I mean, I've already paid up through September of this year, and I'll probably be renewing it again for the following year. So, you know, it's it's kind of funny that whole Double Dragon Two thing because I don't know if you know, um, there's a collection. I think it's Kuro Kuro versus the World. It's in Asia, and it's a bunch of like the River City uh, series and Double Dragon One, Two, and Three. And that game, which was Asian Japan exclusive is coming to this to america and europe i believe 
uh, digital only maybe, or it might get a physical. I'm not sure when it's coming, but that includes Double Dragon 1, 2, and 3 in it, as well as all like, the yeah. River City games and some that never came here. So it's, that, you know, I understand if, if that was the only other way to play it besides the Nintendo Switch Online, but it seems kind of weird just to pay $5 for Double Dragon 2 when it's coming in a full collection or you could purchase the, the, the Asian collection right now and get all of those plus all the River City games all in one package. <laughs> Yeah, actually, if you look at the the game page on Nintendo's website, it looks like it's the 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 graphic for that that uh, collection because it's got a lot of the River City games in the in the back as well. It's got um, even like Dodgeball, but it's got River yeah. City Ransom. It's got uh, a yep. whole bunch of those are the games, but also like Double Dragon Three is yeah, in that list for the too. Collection. So I'm like, it is interesting that they that they would bring that one out on its own it's a bizarre thing for sure yeah double dragon once in that image too because yeah. it's on the collection yeah and that's the better way to go because river city ramp uh, ransom is an awesome game and you get the three double dragons uh, all together right there plus you know super dodgeball and a bunch of other titles mm-hmm. yeah this makes more sense yeah it's it's odd for sure <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think um, as far as all those games, I, I'm I'm going back and forth about Trials. Uh, I really want to play Trials of Mana, so I'll play I'll play the demo um, for sure. Um, especially since it does transfer transfer over, so why does might as well? Um, and and that's cool that I can get uh, a little bit of time with the game without actually spending any money. Um, and then uh, and we'll see we'll see um, the good thing about one of the good things about uh, this whole you know coronavirus stuff going on is that we do get a little little bit more time to, to play games so maybe I could actually sink some time into an RPG like that um, where you know normal... or you could finish torn up <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> no let's just play Trials of Mana instead um, we'll see we'll see um, but you have uh, ten days till Trials of Mana comes out. Yeah. That demo will only take you like two hours. You still got to beat the bunker too, Steve. <laughs> oh no, that game has already been reviewed. It's bad. That's our review. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm really playing. I, I'm I'm in, I'm excited about jumping back into to Celeste a little more and try to make it at least through um, one more uh, or two of those levels. Um, yeah, I just gonna. It is. It's a game I really enjoy, but I want to take it. A little bit slower because I don't want to get all like really frustrated at the the difficulty level of it. Um, and maybe maybe I might eventually finish Torna just to make Barry happy. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I hope you do, and then I hope you go on to Xenoblade too. I think that's like that the lowest happen. of priorities on Steve's list. <laughs> I was really tempted, so I walked by my Wii U the other day because um, it's set up in our bedroom, and and I looked at it and I go, hmm. I could boot the thing back up and finish up finish up Xenoblade X. Like I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be acceptable. <laughs> but you still have to do Torna afterwards. I got <laughs> so much more time in Xenoblade X left than I do in Torna, though. So <laughs> you're really close to Torna. At least you're I'm at exciting close. things still for for uh, for X. Like in Torna, I'm just down to the stupid side quests that annoy the crap side out of me. <laughs> you don't have to do all of them. You just have to do some of them. <sighs> I have to do enough of them. I still don't like that you have to... How was I even able to progress that far without doing them? I should have done it. It's little RPGs, by little. You're supposed to do side quests as you go along. But it let me keep on progressing, so I just kept on passing them up, thinking, great, I don't have to do them in this game. Awesome. 
because they, they want you the to feel for these characters. <laughs> it's important that you feel for these characters. And then they should have forced it upon me earlier on. Oh. That's what all I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to be back uh, with another episode on April 28th. Um, we'll see. We'll see if I make any progress on Torna before then. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for tuning in. As always, thanks, Barry and Greg, for, for being here with me as we wrap up episode 195, getting closer and closer to 200 here on the Nintendo Fuse podcast. Um, yeah, any... Any parting thoughts, Barry? Just stay safe, wash your hands, you know, limit going outside, wear masks, and uh, and uh, hopefully, you know, you stay inside and enjoy the playing video games and play some great ones and and tell us about them next, you know, in two weeks when we come back. Let us know what you played, or if you're you're in our Discord, let us know what you're playing. Yeah, for sure. Greg, any anything as we close out? Yeah, keep your social distancing on uh, Animal Crossing. So yeah, <laughs> make sure to stay away from those uh, neighbors that are kind of get too a little too close sometimes. They come oh. running up to you without their masks on. It's Sucker. scary. Says the person who wants to put the houses literally next to the <laughs> <laughs> I said the stores. I didn't say the actual houses. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I finally had to build my like f- filled in my my fence around my house because I was annoyed that Zucker kept getting in my flower garden uh-huh. like stop it leave it alone i know you're watering my flowers but i don't want, I want you to buy my stuff leave it fenced it off yeah I, <laughs> see i just uh used that shovel and took all those flowers and moved them somewhere else so <laughs> now i have my now my pool is fenced in <laughs> <laughs> nice all right well thanks again for uh for being here with us everybody and we'll we'll see you uh next time happy gaming